0: Here we are, the Pathhead Choir Songwriting Project, in collaboration with Autumn Voices, funded by Creative Scotland and a grant from the Hope Scott Trust Fund. Episode 7, Feather. So I'm Val Dykeman.
1: Um, I used to be a hand weaver and have my own little business and then I became a primary teacher. And seven years ago, I retired from that, and I've gone back to my hand weaving, which is my first love
0: oh, how, how did it feel being part of the songwriting group? What was your experience
1: well initially um I found it i was found i was quite nervous and um and the very first night um it was really um a case of being that child you know um being tested almost you know feeling a bit worried about what you were going to produce so that you'd be judged and so on and I had to really work with that and you made me feel you know very um, relaxed about it actually and you were so good about that but um, it was bringing you back to this feeling of um, you know yeah, what what are you going to actually produce here? And will it be any good? But after that first time, um, I just began to really enjoy it. I enjoyed working with the other people and learning, you know, getting to know them. Um, oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Brilliant. And we we start the first few weeks, we used those kind of quite random writing exercises. How did you find that experience?
1: Yeah, I found that really, really useful and um yeah, interesting as well. Um, yeah, it was quite interesting just putting down thoughts that came into your head and just writing and not not judging and just seeing what came out. And yeah. um, also just having kind of almost like homework, you know, things that you could write about when you were at home. And and I did and um, do quite a bit of that and and enjoyed that really.
0: Yeah, yeah, you because you put quite a lot of stuff up on the google drive didn't you that we mm-hmm. used, which was a useful yeah
1: process. well that was nice as well to to have the google drive to share and, and look at
0: what other people were doing that was yeah. really useful mm-hmm. yeah that worked well and actually it's interesting what you just said about you learned not to judge what you were writing mm-hmm. doing those and i think that's so key for us as creative writers or mm-hmm. any creative i mean you must know that with your weaving yeah you know, mm-hmm. it's that different craft isn't it but learning mm-hmm. to stop criti- criti- criticising what you're doing all the time, which just gets in the way of our flow.
1: Yes, that's right. And just sort of letting intuition work a bit more and, yeah, you know, looking at what's coming out. And
0: I think also seeing, I think one of the great things about working in a group the way we did is then you hear other people's reaction to the same word and it suddenly makes you realise there's so many possibilities.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely it was um it was fascinating to see how how different we were all writing as some there were some similarities as well you know like jean and i would be writing about the shore in very similar ways and stuff yes but um yeah it was just a wonderful sharing experience Involved with Mag's writing, um, here we are, and um, that was really interesting because you know there was quite a lot of editing being needed, (laughs) and um, (laughs) and yeah, well, with all of them, I felt it was it was great when once you had a bit of a melody, you know, that you had introduced. Yeah. um, I found it almost easier then to start. Um, fitting the words into that and, and throwing things out and turning things around, you know, um, yes. I found that really quite a fun experience, and and I really liked working, um, you know, with Shirley and with with Max. It was it was nice to bounce things off each other. Yes. Um,
0: um, yeah. So with Shirley, you were focusing on feather, weren't you? Yes. Yeah, that's right. And, and um, that, that was an interesting one, I thought, because it came. It came from a writing exercise that we all did about feathers and there there was quite a common bond of the sort of spiritual association of it, wasn't it, that came out?
1: That's right, yeah. I mean, because I sort of just had written about feather floating down, did it come from an angel's wing or something like this? Um, And Shirley was writing about it as being about, you know, somebody who had died and remembering them, you know. Um, And, yeah, so that was coming from a fairly similar place. Yes. It was quite a special song, really. Um,
2: yeah, My name is Shirley James. I, I'm retired now, but I used to work in information security within an American investment bank. During the first session of the songwriting group, we were given a number of time-bound topics to write about. One of these was a 90-second exercise on feather. This prompted a number of different reactions within the group, covering love, loss, and the spiritual connection where many take comfort in the saying, feathers appear when loved ones are near. At the third session, Andrew modestly produced an extremely moving poem, Well, It Made Me Cry, and this became the backbone for our next song. Val and I developed on this framework both individually and together, and then in the true nature of the group, we all worked together to produce this beautiful piece. I think a lot of us turned up being quite daunted by the whole thing. Yeah. And then the fact that we had the the um, treasured item, the photograph, um, all these different li- little prompts just to get us started and the exercises that you did as well with the the 90 seconds, the the five-minute workshops and things like that, um really just relaxed everybody into or relaxed me into it anyway. Um and made it something really quite enjoyable. And I think also. The work that we did and the camaraderie that we built up with the with the others in the group um really made it a really i, I just it was something to look forward to every week and then i mean as you know probably halfway through i just got the fear then i i, I, I panicked because i think we we'd, we'd all been working together on on writing pieces triggered by titles you would given us but then we were all then detailed off to do actual work on specific items. And I was working alone at that point and thought, oh, I can't do this. I just, it's too much responsibility for me to do this. Um, but obviously, you know, you, you got Val well to work with me then and you also kind of just made it clear that it wasn't my responsibility. It didn't matter if it didn't work or, or not. So that took a lot of the pressure off and it helped you to just relax in and get on with it. Well, I think that there was a lot of a lot of emotions coming out and a lot of um, memories and just incidents that happened in the past, you know, and I think I think it was a trusting environment that you felt safe to, to come out with. I mean there was a lot of things there, health issues, mm-hmm. um, things that happened to people um in their childhood and things like that 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 probably you don't on a surface level, you don't talk about these things with other people. Um, so it was it was um, an honour really to be involved in it and just to to, to work with all those other people who were also lovely in their own way. You know, yeah.
0: no, it was a yeah. very special, very special group. Really, mm. really lovely. And so you you focused in as as we got more into the actual songwriting stage of the. The workshops you focused in on feather. Um and w- was there another one as well that you were p- part of the initial writing of was um
2: I think I think that I just helped to add to bits. I, I mean I, I came out with some words. I think Jean used two of my words in her um in her her song. Um and then maybe you know, here we are. It, it, it was just there wasn't anything else I I specifically worked on I don't think I just put little phrases in when we when we were to go away and look at the the um, progress that we'd made I think I just added some thoughts in there it was nothing nothing uh, major that I did at all
0: but but I think all of these little bits become major and I I actually several people have spoke about the use of the Google Drive that we had where everybody was inputting their thoughts and people would then go and look and see what people's thoughts and take a bit out of so in there was a kind of like a remote collaboration going on in between the workshops which was fantastic actually I hadn't anticipated that mm. it worked, yes, yes. Worked, worked very well so I think I think there is a sense that even though various different individuals steered various different songs every song was a collaborative piece of work from,
2: from so, yeah. Of, yeah apart from maybe um the soup maker. I think that was very much... Yeah. Mm.
0: Although I think Barbara still it feels that it, it came from being part of that group. You know, I, th- I think if if she hadn't been in the group, it wouldn't have bubbled up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know? yeah, good one. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know. So, you know, it's it's an interesting one, and I think um, it was a powerful group, and I, I think it sort yeah. of created the foundation for all of those songs. Tell yeah. no. me just a little bit about the the process that you and Val use to develop that. So, so you mentioned before the the andrew created quite an emotional start point for Mm. just Mm. to speak about that a little bit and then
2: so had come into that um third uh session and had just produced this poem his his recurring theme was you should never have um left without me or something like that left before me so his was his was the kind of his poem was about the loss of a wife. My thought process was main, mainly about the loss of a mum. And, you know, you you see robins in the garden, you see feathers and you think, oh, she's still here, like, keeping tabs on me and things like that, you know. So it was um, I was trying to put all that together. And Val and I worked separately and together. I mean, we met up at her house and, and did a few kind of sessions about trying to, Get it to scan, but also get the, the the emotion that we wanted into it as well. To take it from being specifically about a wife to, or specific, specifically about my mum to being a more general feeling of loss and um, more applicable to a wider wider audience,
0: really. Yeah, it was beautifully crafted. I mean, it was, it, I think it was a a lot of people found that an extraordinarily emotional song, didn't they? It was... yeah.
2: But the arrangement of that as well was just uh, the fact that, you know, you and Gina were brave enough to say, no, this is not a choir song. This needs to be a smaller yeah. uh, group just to get the words more precise, because there was so much change in it. Yes, yes. And I think that was great. You
0: yeah, know, I remember the first time I heard Karina's arrangement when she'd sent it. To me, and the that final section with um, "I miss you," the layers of "I miss you," it just completely floored me. Uh,
3: Hi, my name's Karina Hewitt. I'm a musician. I'm a harpist and I'm a singer as well and I write music. The Feather song hit me most impactfully because of my, you know, I'd been, I was still very much grieving for my mum's, the loss of my mum. And the Feather for us was incredibly important. Every Mm -hmm. time we need our mum or we speak of her and the moment A couple of moments after she died, my sister and I went outside and two feathers came floating down in front of us and landed in front of us. I was like, okay.
0: Yeah. It is an extraordinary, the spiritual connection with that. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Oh, that was amazing. That cream. That's really, really lovely. Yeah. It was perfect. Yeah. That's amazing. So when you then started your. The, the arranging process, how do you, how did you go about that? What's your process or was it different for that song? Or you know? Um
3: My process is quite slow, I suppose, at the first stages um, because it was really quite close for me to deal with. Mm. Um, every time I would think of it, I, I would well up. I mean, I was literally on the edge mm. of emotional breakdown every time. Mm. So... I just I couldn't do the song justice at all. It was just far too close to me, so I just let it sit. The words um, like roll around in your head every time. If you're out for a walk, they take on a new meaning. Yeah. They take on a new meaning when you're thinking of it in different times of day, or in different places. When you're with different people, mm-hmm. the melody was just like a constant background to, uh, noise to me, like. Um, like uh, the tumble dryer in the background, kind of the thump thump of the the tumble dryer, or the water noise in the shower, or the background radio noise. It it the feather melody was just solidly with me. Mm-hmm. So, and I find that I just have to let it listen, and it and it tumbles around in my head until it actually lands. Mm-hmm. And it landed. <laughs> it landed in the wrong time signature. <laughs> <laughs> I know that sounds a bit weird, but it just didn't sit comfortably. It's like having a hug, but you're you're in a squint position, so yeah. your hug doesn't quite fit and then it just needed a wee bit more gentle swing to it and once that had happened, and there was like a a dunkata da da like a kind of more triplet e underneath feel to it, that's yeah. when it kind of landed and it felt like that's it Mm. that's where we're at it's got a gentleness but it's also got a persistence about it yeah Yeah. so and once that happened once the time signature landed everything just landed straight away I wanted the song to be able to be sung without anything else needed, just yes. just voices. Yeah. Um, and then knowing, like how when you hear old older folk chatting together, they've got like this deep knowledge, and this, and it's affected by who they are, where they live, the, the landscape, the people around them, um, so that it's like a it's like this depth of musical stuff which i still can't access because i'm um okay i might be slightly old but i'm not that i'm not like i don't feel old yeah. i don't feel like i have that expertise yeah. yet <laughs> so yeah. um yeah so when it, like when i was thinking about the folk who had written the song in the yeah. choir that was affecting how I was arranging it. That's, yeah, because I was thinking, are they, is there a loss, is it a loss of a, a lover or a parent mm. or a child or a friend, yeah. um, a sibling? It, it still hurts. It hurts as much. Yes. You know, it, it hurts us all. Yeah. So, So I'm wondering who the loss of this, could it be that we're having a conversation rather than it just being one lonely person? Right, okay. Having a linear chat. It's like, actually, could it be a conversation? And that's why I ended up putting verses two and three kind of on top of each other. Yes, yes, it
0: was beautiful. Like,
3: verse three was saying, we travelled the world, we enjoyed being free, whereas verse four was, seasons pass by, our garden grows on, and it's like there's this... the youth and uh, traveling the world, and yet the seasons passing, and us being at the end of our lives. But whose life is it? And I just wanted there to be more conversation. I wanted there to the listener to be able to connect with it. suppose i'm i'm looking back on the project now looking back at the arrangement in the song and thinking oh i i have moved on a little i can approach this without the rawness um yet i still have the depth of feeling but it's it's not so it's not so raw in, in my face anymore and that's so that's quite a nice revisiting and and seeing my own growth Okay, that's interesting, isn't it? So,
0: so perhaps by arranging something that was so connected to your heart, Mm. it's cathartic. was a healing step it provided as well
3: for you. Absolutely, absolutely.
0: This episode features the song Feather, with lyrics by Shirley James, Val Dijkman, Andrew Lorraine Smith, and the Pathhead Choir songwriting group. Music by Sophie Bancroft and Val Dijkman. And the arrangement for choir by Karina Hewitt. Performed by the Pathhead Choir. You can read more about the project at autumnvoices.co.uk forward slash projects. To find out more about the work I do, you can visit www.sophiebancroft.co.uk.